Hello, and welcome to the CEO Blind Spots Show, where leaders lead leaders. What if you could increase team performance without hiring or firing anyone else? I invite you to listen as I reveal the three quickest way to increase your team performance. Most of you already know my name is Birgit Camps, and I started and sold an Inc. 500 fastest growing privately held firm and a best places to work firm, firm in Texas. And, um, you know, that's my successful end result, but uh, I didn't wake up uh, brilliant and successful. I learned from many mistakes. And um, just like, you know, most other leaders that I used to work for, um, you know, tried to solve performance issues by firing someone, trying to hire the perfect person, and again, firing and hiring. Um, you know, when I finally started my company, I was doing the same thing. So I started to wonder, uh, you know, it's easier to see a leadership blind spot in someone else than in yourself. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I wonder if I have one too. And uh, as you guys know, who are on this webinar, I discovered that mine was um, some, you know, an assumption. So I assumed people knew what was important to me and I assumed they knew that I was open to their feedback. So um, it was a long, uh, hard journey before I finally discovered that blind spot transformed it. And then uh, we'll go back to the beginning uh, of this uh, intro where I mentioned that I ended up uh, building a successful firm and I also ended up selling it. And then since then I've helped thousands of clients reach the same level of success or, or even better because, you know, they, um, depending on the size of the company, the market you're in, but uh, the key is really discovering uh, your own blind spot uh, in terms of the fastest way to increase performance. Having said that, today we're going to talk about uh, the three quickest way to increase team performance. Um, and, uh, you know, I've also got a book coming out that uh, reveals the top 10 leadership blind spots. But uh, these three that we're about to go over um, have helped countless clients of mine uh, at least get some drastic improvement in performance. So uh, let's get to it. Um, yeah, I know time is of the essence to everybody. So today will be, as I mentioned, a free 30-minute um, seminar where I'll reveal these. And um, then going forward, my commitment is to have a mastermind with 10 to 20 leaders who are serious about reaching their next level. Okay, so here we go. I hope you have pen and paper ready. <laughs> so the first one I'll just call, um, the, the point is uh, English does not equal English. And so um, I had to learn five languages by the age of 10. And so I did learn that one early on, that English does not equal English. But then I assumed I was a great communicator because <laughs> I spoke so many languages, but I wasn't. So for example, uh, I discovered that the word soon, even though you and I understand that word, uh, to one person it might mean, you know, in the next 10 minutes, to another person it might mean by the end of the week. And uh, I, I had that myself as a leader, I was like, could you please get that to me soon? And then I was constantly disappointed with their performance <laughs> because it occurred like they took their sweet time. And I actually prevented one of my clients firing uh, one of his assistants 
because um, I had him go through and have a conversation with her because he told me she just, you know, he had something that was critical, super important uh, for a board meeting and she didn't get it to him on time. And that was, that could have really been a big problem. And he was just convinced he needed to fire her. So then I said, okay, well, are you willing to look and see if you assumed um, she understood what you meant when you said you needed it quickly? So he went over there and, and had a conversation with her and said, you know, can you, to me, can you help me ex understand what happened there? Because to me, that was really critical. And I thought I'd communicated it, but, um, you know, at some level I must not have, or, or, you know, I don't want to make up a story about it. So can you please help me understand what happened? And so um, she uh, let him know that in her world, it occurred like, everything was a priority to him. And, you know, she in her mind uh, had been doing a pretty good job prioritizing, considering that everything that came from him to her had the word soon, important, critical. <laughs> so, um, so it, it may sound fairly simple, but um, I ask you to test this yourself. You know, where have, uh, where are you assuming that they understand your priorities? Where are you assuming that they understand what you mean by soon? So <clears throat> unless you have a calendar or an Excel spreadsheet where you're tracking by whens of who promised to do what by when, chances are you're gonna be pretty surprised and usually not positively regarding performance results. So <clears throat> that is key number one, um, to be aware uh, that English does not equal English. And so I recommend that you start by uh, really taking a look e even at your culture. So when I served a lot of other clients, <laughs> there was not one client who told me integrity was not one of their values. But how that played out in reality was quite different. So in, you know, in one example, they wanted a CFO who had high integrity. And, uh, and then later on, when the economy went down and things were tough, they're like, well, he's not creative enough. And uh, they, they, what they were really saying is they wanted someone with integrity, but who was also willing to kind of work in the gray area. And um, so anyway, I don't know if you have defined your company's culture, but that would be another place to look to make sure people understand what you actually value and, um, and then give you know, specific examples. So that's, a, that's one way to increase performance is you know, really go in and, and understand uh, you know, or define what's important to you, what your expectations are. So an action point, uh, for you to actually experience this would be for you to go to whoever uh, is reporting to you or whoever you want the performance to increase and ask them, hey, I'm just curious. Um, I know, you know, your job entails a lot of things, but can you let me know what you think your top three priorities are? And then just listen. And I, I cannot tell you how often um, People have been shocked that, at the answers. And um, again, if, if to, to a lot of people, it seems like their boss has a million priorities and then they're trying to 
they'll make up their own priorities or they'll do the best they can. Um, or they happen to be really good in one area. And so therefore they think that that's the best they could, you know, that's the best contribution they can make. And so it naturally becomes a priority. Anyway, the point is don't guess, don't assume, go find out. So that's action item number one. Uh, for you to look and see if there's an area where you can immediately experience increased performance because clarity equals performance. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> so number two, I call that uh, hindsight is 2020, which is, you know, pretty interesting given that, you know, we are just celebrating the first day of 2020. And, um, what my experience has been, uh, so first of all, I worked for companies and I would get performance reviews once a year if I was lucky, well, and I say lucky, <laughs> twice a year. And, uh, you know, a lot of my clients certainly, some of them didn't even give performance reviews because they got too busy, they intended to, and they felt like they already communicate, you know, how they're doing. And then the ones that did, did it once a year. And wow, talk about setting people up to fail in, you know, in their job. Um, it's, you know, it's easy to be a, you know, what's it called? Monday morning quarterback. It's easy to, after the fact, say what you could have done better and what you didn't do well. And there's at that point, there's nothing they can do anything about. So I, I mean, the performance review process, the way it traditionally has been is bankrupt in the past. It halfway, you know, worked because, pace of life was slower. People stayed at the company for a long time, kind of in a little way through ESP, even people would, you know, get to understand uh, how to perform in a way that their boss would be happy. Uh, people would take more time uh, having long lunches with each other. It happened more organically, should I say, but this day and age, huge turnover in companies. It's just the natural state right now. And then on top of that, everybody being so busy and distracted by, you know, the mobile phones, which <laughs> make sure you've turned them off. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so another way to quickly increase performance is to set people up to succeed by having frequent feedback. And, um, you know, I like to keep things uh, as simple as possible so that you can be as consistent as possible. Um, and this type of feedback that I started giving um, is, a, I call it the plus, minus, and question mark feedback. So what's the one thing that's going really well right now or the best? What's the one thing that they could improve upon the most right now? And what else do you want to share? So. Um, the several of my clients uh, this happened with they were you know asking me you know we've got we've got the performance reviews coming up and we're you know in the past it's, it's we don't like them and we're nervous about them and when we give them we experience turnover and then one client in particular had tried to solve that problem by putting retention bonuses in place and then they they're like but but they don't they don't even work and so you know, how can we do this different? So keep in mind that if people are not performing and you wait till you are already very frustrated or you're, you know, you've lost patience or you don't think they're great, um, it's already uh, not a good situation. And it would be 
something that would cause performance to go down. So you don't have to believe me, just look and see. Have you ever done a performance review? And even if you had mostly good performers, and let's say you had a scale of one to 10 and you rated most of them an eight or a nine, because you quote unquote don't do you know tens, um, performance will still go down. And it's because you know people want to please their bosses. People want to feel like they're doing great. And even if you give them an eight or a nine out of 10, they, they go away. It's human nature to focus on what's wrong rather than what's right. And, uh, and to focus on, man, I've been working my tail off and I don't even get appreciated for what I did do well. So it, it, is, it can be so uh, detrimental for performance, uh, either giving no performance review or giving a performance review once a year or every six months giving no performance reviews has people be a little anxious the whole time. And then they spend most of their time covering their butt instead of, you know, taking risks, coming up with new opportunities, uh, being proactive and, and asking for feedback. So um, yeah, the action item here. Oh, oh, so back to my client though. So, so I suggested, look, why don't, instead of doing a review of the past, let's start over today and go, okay, for the next year, why don't you tell people, look, given where, what the future is, given where we're going, this is the area I think that you're set up to succeed in already because you're really strong in this area. This is the area I think you need to really focus on and improve on so that we can reach our goals in the next year. And, you know, I want you to know that if you want me to support you with you know, training classes, or if you, you know, if, if you have ideas on how to do it better, I'm open to it. So, and it's okay to have a more formal structure at this point, including, you know, what, how they're doing with uh, being a match with the company values. And you, you can elaborate further on this, but the point is you're, you're talking about going forward what you need from them. So you're actually setting them up to succeed because they can still improve. All right, so the action there is to, uh, currently you have a choice to make. Do you want to, um, I don't know where you are with your performance reviews or have you given any or, or whatever, but either way, I would start today and commit to setting your people up to succeed by going to them and saying, look, as I look into the future, um, in the new year, these are the top three things I want you to focus on uh, achieving. and." In those three things, I can see that your greatest strength is, you know, you're great at analyzing things. The area you may need to improve upon is um, when you uh, interacting with more people or helping or, or training other people. And then, um, and then throughout the year, I want you to know uh, we're not going to wait till the end of the year to tell you how you're doing because I'm committed to setting you up to succeed. So if during the process you don't know how you're doing, please proactively reach out to me. Otherwise, I'm going to also proactively reach out to you. So we'll have the official ones. And then here's where you have to, you know, let them know whether you still only want to have it once a year or once every six months. Uh, I recommend at least once a quarter, but we're going to have the unofficial ones. Um, and so that's the action item over there. So, so to sum it up again, uh, what, you know, the quickest way to increase team performance without hiring or firing another person. Number two is set people up to succeed. Don't be a hindsight 2020 person and start by letting them know what you expect for the next year 
and you know what they're already what you see their strengths are what you see they could improve upon so that they have time to do that and letting them know going forward this is the plan all right so by the way that includes setting yourself up to succeed <laughs> so make sure you do this exercise with yourself as well all right uh number three and uh, we're doing pretty good on time. We're about halfway through, and I promised uh, within 30 minutes you'd have three key points on how to increase team performance without hiring or firing anyone. So number three, what people create, they own. I don't know uh, anyone that enjoys being told what to do and how to do it and then micromanaged on, are they doing it your way? So, you know, one of the issues with performance a lot of times is that the people weren't involved in the creation of whatever performance game you're playing, so to speak. And, you know, business really is a team sport. Um, there's no other way around it. So um, when you have a team, um, you know, it's, it's important to, uh, first of all, you know, discern uh, who's capable of what. Um, but then once you have the people, it's important to really look and see, hey, uh, these are our threats out there. These are our opportunities out there. This is what the other teams, you know, doing. And let's all talk about what can we do to improve um, you know, we were working out for one hour a week, I mean, one hour a day, maybe now we're going to need to do it, you know, shall we do it two hours? What are your ideas about how we can do better and what you specifically can do better? So you do want to give them, you know, somewhat of a box. So for example, when I had my firm and we had, you know, before we sold, we were up to 40 people, uh, so first of all, I, I mentioned I had to look at myself. Performance wasn't quite where I wanted it to. And, you know, I, I was not willing to keep doing the higher fire game. So then I discovered my blind spot were my assumptions, assuming that they understood what was important to me, assuming that they knew I was open to feedback. When in reality, what I discovered is that they found me intimidating, that um, my door was closed a lot. They didn't feel like they could come see me. Um, they wanted to look good for me. So anyway, once I discovered that performance naturally started to increase as I got clear regarding my expectations, really, uh, the first two that I mentioned, I first took care of those first, I made sure that they understood the language I was speaking rather than assuming it. And, um, and then I made sure that I was setting them up to succeed by, you know, letting them know what my expectations were from their performance. Once those two were there, they definitely started increasing performance. But then we added this one where I was like, you know what? They're, I'm not the only smart person here in the room. In fact, uh, I've got a whole bunch of people, several of which I'm sure are smarter than me and more experienced than me. And they talk to a lot more people than I do in the marketplace. We had a staffing firm at the time. So, um, so I actually said, hey, let's ask them, what do you think you could do better? How, how can you increase your own performance? How do you think we can increase our company's performance? Um, and the caveat is, you know, we're a startup, so it, it can't cost a whole lot of money. So, um, 
you know, that was my example. And then what they came up with was, was, uh, you know, everybody had a slightly different bent or different idea. And some people said, Oh, I don't know. And so you have to be patient in the patient in this process if you have never done this before. So I was patient, but I would not let them get away with not coming up with at least one idea because, you know, I was basically delegating thinking and, uh, and it was not just for fixing things. So I had to make it clear, you know, I'm looking for ideas, not just to fix things. Um, because at this point we were, you know, I mean, it's not like we were failing, but, uh, but, but we could certainly do a lot better and we had huge competition. Anyone could start a recruiting firm. Uh, I said, I was also looking for ideas on how we can do better. Um, and I wanted them to then specifically say also, what they themselves could do better and what they saw in others. I told them, so the beginning was fairly loose in terms of my parameters, but the parameter was can't spend more money. Do you want to improve? What are your ideas? <laughs> so, um, you know, and we changed the way, one of the key things that changed is the use of our time. We changed the way we conducted our meetings. Um, they became so much more effective. We agreed that we were, you know, if we, uh, what we call prime time. So we were not going to interrupt each other between nine and 11 in the morning. So we could all focus and, uh, you know, and then throughout the year, they came up with other ideas as well. So that is, um, you know, let's not underestimate what people are capable of really. So, um, let's see what, so if you're looking at your company right now, um, I would just look and see, how, you know, what parameter do you want to give your team? Hey, I, the market's changing all the time out there. Uh, you know, we're all distracted with our mobile phones. Uh, we don't know what the future's going to hold with the presidential elections and whatever else. And, you know, as we look into our future, what do you see as threats and opportunities and what ideas do you have on increasing our performance? So what was interesting also with, as I mentioned, when I did that with my company, they actually were the ones who started uh, letting me know who they thought were a good fit for our firm, who they thought were not a good fit for our firm. And uh, most of all, when it came time to interview, they were actually the ones who made the better selection because they were in the trenches every day. And at this point they knew exactly who we were. Cause remember I'd become clear about our culture and what I meant, you know, when I said service and teamwork and things like that. So, uh, and that when I gave them a lot more of a driver's seat in, um, you know, get, having a voice regarding how to increase performance, they're the ones who took us to the next level. So, you know, you may want to ask your team members the same thing. And, and uh, it, doesn't, it, it doesn't cost a lot of time. In fact, um, I've been known, including with my clients, because a lot of clients, uh, boy, a leader's main job used to be really to think, think about how to move the company forward, think about how to improve things. And these days we are all, I mean, all leaders barely have time to think. And so um, sometimes I'll literally just make people stop uh, you know, close their eyes for three minutes and go, okay, how can I increase the team's performance? How can I increase my performance? And they cannot believe it's, it was three minutes because it feels like forever and they come up with great ideas. So 
uh, right now or as soon as we get off this call, I recommend you, you do that. You close your eyes for only three minutes and uh, ask yourself, how can I improve my performance and, and or how can I you know, help increase my company's performance or my team's performance if you're a division leader? Um, and it's really the, the biggest thing you can do for yourself for this, you know, for the future is guard your think time. So to summarize, the third one is what you create, you own and allow other people to participate in the creation of how are we going to reach our next level of success faster. And, uh, and that requires thinking. And that is something that we cannot underestimate how distracted everybody is and how, uh, you know, we just don't spend a whole lot of time. And, and it's not just think time. I mean, we're smart. I'm just saying more of a reflection creation think time. So on that note, I have been thinking about how I can effectively serve more leaders in less time. And after talking to several people who were hoping I could serve them uh, and hoping they could afford me and knowing that I have my current constraints of serving all my clients on a one-to-one -one basis, I have for the first time decided to offer a select few executives the chance to join my mastermind, where CEOs of privately held companies will join me in supporting you and reaching your next level of success faster. So if that is something you're interested in, send me your contact information at ceoblindspots at gmail.com. And we'll have a brief conversation to see, number one, if uh, we think we're a match, and number two, if there are any spots left as I intend to keep it fairly small for confidential and collaborative reasons. Either way, I hope you enjoy your leadership journey and that you'll stay tuned for the next podcast.